What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Peppermint with a side of vengeance. We discuss this and more on today's Real Review, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Real Review. Sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I am here with Joel Wintergreen Cunningham. I'm trying to think where that comes from. Uh, I know the reference, it's just not in my head. I don't know if there's a reference. It's not a reference, it's Maybe. just a... Winter, it's just a flavor taste. Yeah, kind of like peppermint's a flavor, but I don't want to call gotcha. it Gotcha. I was going to go, well, okay, that mine's similar then. <laughs> Who I am I, Joel? Matt Rocky Road Hay. Okay. Because your shirt kind of, I don't know why, reminded me of sort of the Rocky Road. It's like chocolate and marshmallow and oh, all yeah. a bunch of stuff mixed in. So, Are you saying I'm marshmallowy? <laughs> I, yes, okay. you're squishy marshmallow. I appreciate that. I don't know what your favorite flavor is. I don't imagine it's Rocky Road. Anything with caramel. Okay. Yeah. Like dulce de leche. Just caramel type stuff. I just like to eat caramel without okay. ice cream. No, That's I'm just pretty. kidding. I like the ice <laughs> cream too. Caramel. Yes. Just eat the caramel. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, this is real, the real review. If you're unfamiliar with, with what we do here, mm-hmm. we review movies and ice cream um, and, and fun stuff. Yes, ice cream flavors. Um, <laughs> so buy me some caramel. Um, but the way that we break it down is Joel's uh, pretty analytical when he comes to when he approaches film review and. Uh, potentially negative, critiquing, nitpicky, Can be. might be some of those things. Yeah, potentially. Um, I feel like we might get a little bit on this in this review today. I'm a little <laughs> bit more of a fan perspective. Like, did I enjoy it? Did I have a good time? That kind of thing. I lean more that way. I do have some of those elements that Joel has, yeah. vice versa too. But uh, we like to take those two perspectives, blend them together and give a score kind of in the world of the real review mm-hmm. um anyways so that's how that works and joel why don't you just give them a way on how they can get connected with sure us? i'd love to matt uh a couple ways you can get connected to us we have our website realreviewmedia.com we also have our facebook which uh we're always posting a ton of good stuff up there so check us out on facebook facebook.com slash real review media we also have our instagram and our twitter which are both at Real Review Media. Additionally, we have our YouTubes, the tubs. <laughs> U-tubs. Um, yeah, which is quickly, YouTube is becoming a difficult place to survive. I'm realizing yeah. a lot of people are struggling on YouTube these days. Not us, though, because we're posting stuff that they think is okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Real Review, or The Real Review, right? The Real Review. The Real Review. Yeah, yep. I don't, yeah, I should know. And then additionally, uh, if you'd like to talk to us, if you'd like to get in contact with us, let us know your thoughts and perspectives. Add to the conversation, add to what we got going on here. Uh, send us an email, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Yeesh. Uh, we'd love to hear that, and we'd always love to hear your suggestions as well on different films and television shows and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. So that brings us to our movie for the for the week. We got one this week. We got week. one movie. Yep. And... Um, Actually, I did want to go see the nun. I just it didn't it didn't happen. Yeah, you tried happen. to goad me into seeing it. I know, <laughs> and then you decided not to go see it. Oh, and horrible. it made a bunch of horrible. money this weekend. Actually, it it's, I think it made more money than the opening of Conjuring One or Two, which I is w- impressive. I, I will say there wasn't a lot else 
out competing with it. No. You mean no. last weekend wasn't a great weekend? Yep. It's kind of like the most um, recognized project that's out right now. Like Crazy Rich Asians is yep. still doing well, and so is the Meg, actually. It's at a half billion dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Craziness. Dude. Anyways, okay, so let's dive into Peppermint. Uh, let me kind of uh, break that down for you real quick. Uh, Peppermint is a revenge story centering on a young mother who finds herself with nothing to lose and is now going to take her from her enemies the very life they stole from her. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> so that's what she's doing. Um, Jennifer Garner, uh, John Gallagher Jr., who I really like, by the way. He's my he's my boy from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and then John Ortiz, Juan Pablo Raba, uh, Annie. Sorry, I can't say your last name. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Hefner. I've never heard of that. And then Kaylee Fleming as the, the family members. Alonza, I think. Alonza? Uh, Annie Alonza. Annie Alonza. I think so. Okay. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. So... My quick take on mm-hmm. this film, uh, before I dive into specifics of my positives and negatives, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. thought it was okay. Um, I will. I, I do want to make a note of this because I feel like this is important. I feel like this is saying something, um, not maybe massive, but something just to take interest in. The Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie mm-hmm. is 13%. That's atrocious. Yeah, it's horrible. That's that's one. Well, of the, yeah, for critic. Yeah, for, yeah. for the critic Reviewer, consensus. Yeah. The the thing I want to point out though, and I was telling you this to you earlier, is that it that the audience score is high. It's eighty percent. Yeah, that's one of the biggest rifts. Typically, what you see in the, in the audience score and from the critics is they're they're usually similar, and there's a variation that's acceptable of what we see you know yeah uh a lot of times festival darlings and stuff like that will have higher critic scores and lower audience scores because you know critics are known to be more like yeah film you know whatever yeah um but this one has such a huge divide um and for me i think i fall in between the two yeah um the uh i I did find enjoyment in this movie let me say this i haven't seen jennifer garner in anything recently she was in that movie Miracles from Heaven. I remember seeing a trailer for it, but I never saw it. It's. I think she. I'm not positive about this, but I feel like she took some time off to just be with her kids and family. Right. Yeah. I'm not positive that what, about okay. that, but I think that's what happened. I think she's the absolute best part of this movie. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, I think she is fantastic as her role, given her, given the script. I think she did the very best that she could do. It reminded me of uh, a less silly version of Alias. Yeah. Um. That's kind of what I felt like they were going for with right. higher level of violence, and it was kind of like uh. John Wick slash law-abiding citizen, if I yeah. were to kind of like compare it a little bit. Yeah. Not good as, not as good of either, as either of those movies. I really yeah. like those. Um, but as a whole, her physical, so let's start with what I like then. Her physicality, amazing. It, she was, she was not phoning it in. She was, you could tell that she rehearsed these fights and she, her, you believed it every mm-hmm. second that she was fighting that I felt like she was like, oh man, this is brutal. She is, I, you know, I just 100%, you know, believed what she was showing us on screen, and it was great. Um, as far as that is concerned, that would be, like, a good thing. Everything else just kind of falls into the met, and there's a couple things that I didn't really like. So before I go a little bit any further, what, what were your overall thoughts, and then maybe get into the positives? Yeah. Overall thoughts, I think, were similar for me. Um, very much a meh kind yeah. of film. I, there... I really had a hard time, so I was trying to put my thoughts together in regards to why, and it's difficult. And I think without doing like a detailed dive into breaking down different story elements and beats right. and characterization, uh, even to the level of like cinematography and choices of editing style, yeah. there are so many things that 
you kind of could say were bad about it. But I think really that really without like spending like, you know, 45 minutes breaking it down, which sounds ridiculous, but I probably could. <laughs> but um, extended cut. Yeah. But without <laughs> doing that, what I would say is that it was a series of bad decisions or bad choices in the film, in the production of the film and the choices that they made that I think overall added up to the feeling of just meh. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing to me about the film is that there was just nothing that really stood out, you That's know, yep. even with the editing style, it felt like something out of the 90s. It felt like something that I'd yeah, seen um, done better, you know, in other types of films. Do um, Was there anything in particular that you felt before we get into the negatives, like that you felt like you oh, like positives? Yeah, that you liked. I, you no, know, I mean, the, truth be told, even Jennifer Garner in this, I think she did well in the role of like the the fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, when she was coming back for the vengeance, I thought she did a good acting or not acting. I, she did well with the action, like sure. you said, but it wasn't like stand out to me. It wasn't sure. like, oh my goodness, Jennifer Garner is like she's a force to be reckoned with in this. There was just, it was just okay. I mean, there was too much of it that just felt a little bit like. Okay, I don't, I don't really get that. I don't really think that's very solid for me to connect with, with right. their character. Um, so no, I think most everything in this was just meh, and then like you said, it was the rest of it was just bad. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, no, and that's that's kind of a a good point. I I do think you're. I agree. There wasn't really a lot for me to connect with her other than the fact that she loses her family, and I was like, <laughs> oh, that's sad. In in that. That's kind of like the thing that you can do in a movie. For me, at least in my perspective, that'll make me kind of instantly have some empathy towards what's happening with yeah. a person. And I thought, um, I thought everything after that point was solid. I really enjoyed um, a lot of some of the action stuff. However, yeah. the editing stuff is what bothered me. And you brought this up in the mid nineties. I actually thought early two thousands. Yeah, the, the way late nineties, right? And 2000s, so the yeah. way that. Um, and I don't know why I noticed this. I don't notice these things. I don't know if you're rubbing off on me at all, Joel, but the opening <laughs> sequence is kidding. like, uh, uh, or after the opening sequence, there's like this montage of like the city and it's like, you know, quick cuts to different parts of the city. It makes its way to Skid Row, you know, eventually right. and that sort of thing. But the music is like early 2000s, right. like rock, yeah. like, like, like this movie's been sitting around for 15 years. Right, like this should have come around the same time Blade came out. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? That's exactly what I had that what I was, Yeah. I'm like, what the is jump, this? Like this, this stuttery so, text and the jump cutting like right. with the white flashes. So the transitionary stuff, this is a negative and it bothered the heck out of me. Yeah. And I know what they were going for. Um, it's like the editor but, from Blade was sitting in a closet somewhere and they pulled him out and dusted him <laughs> off. They're like, here, make this movie. <laughs> so what happened was, um, and I was, this is why I was telling you this, there's this game out called, it's been out for a while. They're making it, the second one comes out. It's called Life is Strange. Yeah. Basically, this girl has a power to re- rewind time. Yeah. And the effect is like this real quick jump cutty, like yeah. uh, overexposed frames, yeah. like jump cutty thing. And that's what happens in this movie. Right. And it's jarring and very mm. early 2000s, late 90s. It's a super simple effect to do. I've done it with yeah. editing. It's basically just, you know, you warp the speed of the footage yeah. and then you overlay different footage on top of it, like of the same, you overlay the same footage on top of it. So it looks like there's like the shadowy effect yeah it's like one of the simplest i mean it, it screamed out low budget that's the thing yeah, i yeah, mean because yeah. it, it's one of the it was harder back in the day when you're using like actual film 
They're you know tr- I mean? they were trying but to make like it seem days, cool. Right. They're trying to make it seem like cool. this would be. And if they had just approached it more straightforward, you know what would actually this is. And I, I'm trying to get out of the habit of doing this because it's not my movie to like make yeah. and to tell them what they should do. <laughs> I'm just talking about the things I liked or didn't like. But one thing that I think would have added a because de- that's one of the things I was searching for. I was like, well, what could have come out of this film? What what experience could I have had that would have changed this and elevated from just being this standard staple of like revenge flick? Yeah. Because everything about it was just like, okay, we're going to give you the happy, clappy family that then we're going to cut that away. Then she's going to, you know, be unjustly, you know, not get her justice. And it was like, everything was just, what I would actually thought was really interesting is if her husband had survived, which I know I'm spoiling that, but it happens in the first five minutes. If you didn't know that already, then I'm, I'm sorry. That's in the trailer. Exactly. But like if her husband had survived and there was some tension there and maybe she had run off, maybe she had disappeared for a number of years. And then she comes back and kills him. Right. Well, no, she comes back and she's killing these guys and it's the, somehow they get reconnected. That would have been interesting to me because right. there would have been some dramatic tension there. Right. But it's like I knew from the very beginning of this film, it's like maybe she's going to die at the end. I don't think so. So two yeah. things. I There was no suspense there because I knew she wasn't going to die. Right. I knew that there was no chance of her dying. It was like, yeah, might she, get, she might get hurt or something. I thought she was going to die for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Secondarily, they tried to pull in this deeper theme that really came out of nowhere and it actually presented in the very beginning what you're talking about with the credits yeah. when they're rolling like the intro like you know setting up the city and they're going to Skid Row and they're showing the people in tents and yeah, they're showing yeah, all yeah. the homelessness and everything like that they tried to tie in this theme of her being like the avenger or the protector of like the homeless and it came out of nowhere because the whole movie was set up around this idea that she was doing this for her daughter. Right. And kind of maybe her husband. She doesn't really talk about her yeah. husband after. <laughs> He's got like, oh, you're dead. You got me killed. You got everybody killed. So, you know, screw you. <laughs> but like they set up this whole idea of like she being this. And there's no reason for that. There was right. no connection point to her protecting the homeless people. And it never really served a purpose other than to just move the plot along at the very end. Right. You know, uh, like I if they had, if they had saved her, if they had protected her, if they'd done something to like really make an impact on the story. But instead it was just like, well, she can't just be around somewhere. Like we have to have her some connecting somewhere. Yeah. I so it I felt don't know. pointless. I, saw, I thought that was okay. I didn't mind any of that stuff. Uh, the one thing, the main, there's one plot element in this movie, other than the fact that you're right. The whole thing is very, um, formulaic where there's nothing new there's nothing new about any of the action about this revenge story that there's nothing new in fact um i did hear some people talking about this and i do agree they do gloss over some deaths that would have been more in the vein of like law-abiding citizen you're right which those are the some of the best parts of law-abiding citizen (laughs) and some actual justice right right right. They, they show some of it but not not quite to the extent in which it could have um the uh there's one plot point that bugs the heck out of me, and it was a main character. Um, there's a twist with the main character at the end that I thought was pointless. They shouldn't have done it. It should have been a different character if they were yeah. going to do it at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just, I was like, dang, because, yeah. Anyways, I don't, I can't talk about it. I saw it coming. That's right. a thing. I mean, I, well, saw, I saw it coming. coming a mile but away. I saw it coming a mile away, but with a different person. Okay. Um, yeah, anyways, I was just super bummed out about that. It was not, I don't think it was a very good choice at all. Yeah. Um, the movie as a whole, I found some enjoyment in some of the action scenes. Other than yeah. that, though, I feel kind of like a, like, like snobby picking it apart for the editing, but the editing was so cheesy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, I mean, it's the choice the they made with it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like that um, was uh, music. <laughs> the other, yeah. The other thing that I, that I really just, dis- 
it it just screams out, you know, weakness of a script. In a lot of these types of revenge movies, you always get the sense that um, the person that's like committing these acts against these bad guys, that's getting this revenge, this justice on these people, they're outsmarting them. And so it's a big part of the story that you have to feel like the decisions that this main pro anti-hero person is making are realistic and smart and intelligent and creative. Mm-hmm. And it really felt like with this, it was like the lowest common denominator of that. It literally felt like like these bad guys were smart enough to be able to figure out when two people were just thinking about the idea of potentially robbing them. That mm-hmm. was like, they were so that, they were that intelligent. They could just right. kind of even figure that out. But they were unable to protect themselves under like, from like one, pro- like, why wouldn't he have a safe room, first of all? Like, why wouldn't he have a place like that? Why? There's Arrogance, so many, man. Like, Arrogance. You don't have anybody that can snipe people. Like, you would you would create this system where she goes into the... Uh, the I'm, I'm the spoiling matrix. things, but, like, she goes into, like, this one room, and then they plan on blowing her up, but they don't even, like, have any cameras inside. They just pose two inept well, guards. because they would have blown up their watch. cameras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's just so many things. That, and it's, like, the scene where, like, one person finally gets the upper hand on her and really does some damage to her, and then they just decide, well, I'm just going to run off now. Yeah. Like, you're, like, severely injured her, and they're just like, eh, I'm done. Like decisions like that, it gets to the point where you're like, okay, well, these guys suddenly now are just the most inept, idiotic, stupid, and so it doesn't. It it's sad because it doesn't make me feel like I'm. She's getting especially because she's killing off people that, for realistic, re- like simple reason that we never saw them committing right. the acts against her. She's killing these people off, so yeah. it's like slightly justified because they're still bad guys, but it's not directly justified because they didn't do anything directly to her. It's more like guilt by association. So, But then secondarily, they're so stupid that I'm kind of like, wow, I feel like you're just killing off a bunch of idiots. Like, I don't (laughs) feel good about this. You're just... And it wasn't that extreme. Like, I didn't feel, like, bad for the guys that she was killing. But, it like, it, I didn't get any sense of, like, yeah, yeah, whenever she's... Yeah, because I'm like, basically, these guys are morons. You could just kind of, like, walk into a room and probably just do the thing where like they pull out their gun and they go boom, 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 boom. It's like they'll have a gun and they'll run right up to her. Yeah. It's like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if like they didn't have a gun, then they would just, they would like hesitate and be like, oh, 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 oh. It's just, there's so many things yeah. like that. So here's the thing. In, in in my opinion, I don't think this movie is bad. It's just too average. Yeah. It's just too average. Um, I, if they, and here's, here's kind of my last thought on this. If they would have gone the route that they started at, um, there's a scene where she um, interacts with a judge. Um, if they would have gone that route for, uh, you know, the first chunk of the movie, yeah, um, I think it would have been a better movie where you get that justice feeling right. that you're that you're talking about. Yeah, um, they just failed to do that. I don't know why yeah. they did that. It was just a choice, poor screenwriting, whatever. I think a lot of it comes down to that. Yeah, um, but other than that, it's just it was just too average. I, I found some enjoyment in the in the action sequences, but nothing that was nothing that blows me away or that will be specifically memorable. You know. Yeah, I re- if, if I wanted to boil it down into like a th- like a theme or a tone of like dissatisfaction, the name. So the name is fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it literally ties into one line of dialogue, like one yeah. little thing that happened, and then it never 
happens anywhere in the rest of the film again. And that's kind of like how all this is. It's just like something just happens. And it's like it just ties into this and then that and that and that. It's just like do 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 It's like they had a what series of What should it have been called, Joel? What should we call the movie? I would have like th- something to do with the angel thing, like the angel of justice girl that, the, uh, you know, that they were like. something oh no, that, the, the angel of skin Or girl. there was a perfect moment for them to tie it back in. She's got one person that she's kind of like got stuck and she goes you know do you remember my name and I would have thought it would have been great if that person had said what her name was and she goes no it's peppermint and then killed them like (laughs) even something like that as cheesy as that sounds would have tied in to what it was that they were like trying to do but there was never anything like that the callbacks were the most one dimensional simple so again I could spend 45 minutes probably going into like all the things but it just all added up Angel's death? No, <laughs> not. I don't know. She kills a lot I don't know. of people. Give me a few minutes. I'll come up with something that's okay. a little bit better right. than yeah, yeah. better so, than peppermint. Well, we all sit on the edge of our seats waiting for a new title for this film. Yeah. Rocky Road. Rocky better Road. Because <laughs> she went through a rocky road <laughs> exactly. to get to where she was. Yeah, so. and okay. her and her life was like marshmallow, but then it got really rocky. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna rate this thing. It's gonna be in that average range. I'm probably gonna give it a 73. Okay, I'm going lower. I'm giving it a D plus 68. Okay. Cool. That's not too far of a variance, but I will say this. I think audiences are overall enjoying it, and they might be people that um, really liked early 2000s, late 90s era <laughs> action movies. Yeah. But there there are – it's it's like a movie made in that time frame with elements of modern filmmaking. Yeah. Um, like, so, you know, these people have obviously seen John Wick. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the stuff they do is not nearly as good as John Wick, but it's – it's some of the stuff they do is like, oh, that's straight up in your face, visceral, like shoot someone, shoot them in the head, and then, you know, keep walking, shoot the next person in the head, you know, just kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, audiences like it. Um, critics hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, it's a good, I. it would have been a great, like, straight to Netflix type yeah. thing. It would have been a simple, like. But, it could have been Law Abiding Citizen 2 straight to Netflix. <laughs> it could have been. I think getting as wide a massive, like, release as it has. I mean, it's still not super massive, but. It made a decent amount of money. Yeah. Uh, I, like 13 million. The production was only I think some of that's Jennifer Garner. Yeah. I think some of that is there's just nothing else really great out there right now. Right. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's better than Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the movie, not the, the movie show. The movie Daredevil, yeah, yes. not the show, yeah. Netflix shows seem to be struggling right now. But anyways, um, yeah, Peppermint. Anything else you want to add about no. Peppermint? No? no? Okay. Now I could go for some ice cream, though. Yeah, you know, that sounds really good. Let's, you know, just stop the show and go get ice cream. Everybody go get yeah. ice cream and then meet back here in 10 minutes. We'll okay. see you here. Cool. All right, and action. Action. <laughs> um, anyways, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, the uh, if, if you saw Peppermint, if you liked it, let, let us know what you liked about it. If it felt... Uh, like early 2000s to you yeah. like it did to me because <laughs> I thought that was really odd and normally I don't pick out those things or I, I don't know it just doesn't doesn't feel right in my soul that I'm yeah. picking out things yeah. like that but anyways yeah. um yeah email us let, let us know what you thought about it uh again you can connect with us on Facebook facebook.com slash uh Real Review Media, Instagram and Twitter at Real Review Media. And then um, also Real Review Media at our, yeah, gmail.com to email us mm-hmm. and then realreviewmedia.com to get in contact with us on our site. Hey, um, She's crazy, Matt. It's crazy. She's crazy. No, she is. She's crazy. Peppermint's crazy. She is crazy. Maybe, kind of. Yes. I think she is. Yeah. I don't know. They oh, really John Gallagher that. Jr. is in the Belko experiment. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I right. wanted to. I never got a chance to. The end of it redeemed it a little bit for me. It was a little silly. But other than that, yeah. uh, anything else you want to add today, Joel? No. no. Cool. Well, hey, it's been real. It's been real.